Hi ladies, welcome to the Women Who Soar show, where I talk about the power and freedom of being vulnerable and truly authentic. Whether you are looking for guidance, are in need of affirmation, or evaluating your own power and freedom, you are in a safe space here. Let's get raw and real together. Welcome to the show. Hi, ladies. Welcome. So question, have you ever felt like you're living in a pressure cooker? That pressure cooker, like picture it, picture that pressure just going back and forth and you're living in it. (laughs) You're living in that pressure cooker. Have you ever felt that? I know I have, and I'm going to tell you my story around living in a pressure cooker. All right, here's how it goes. <laughs> I, if you've listened to any of, of my um, stories, you know that when I was 25, I found myself with a single parent with two little baby girls. Um, what you may not also know is at 25, I had also I also got sober, and my mom, who was my powerhouse, my my rock. Uh, she got really sick. She was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and um, she fell down and she couldn't really get back up. It was a, a, a true um, paralyzed from the waist down. Um, and so she moved in with me. And I also had this big, big wig job. I was always working in commercial banking. So big wig job. So I had these two little girls in my 20s, I'm newly sober. My mom moved in with me. She's really sick. I'm her primary caregiver and I'm working this job. So yes, I lived in a pressure cooker and it was stark raving crazy in my house. My daughters were two and four. Um, and they were two and four when I got sober and my, my mom was, was in her forties and I'm in my twenties. And this is, this is the way my life is. And this went on for many years. Um, I lost my mom after, after 10 years, I got remarried when my girls were in high school, but for a number of years, um, it was me doing all this. Like, I like to say it was like Nike. I just did it. But the pressure was really intense. Really intense. So after years of, of, of living in this pressure cooker, um, I found myself in a mental state of complete anxiety. I didn't know that I was in a state of complete anxiety. I was doing the best I could. I know a lot of you know what doing the best you can means. And one night, um, I can't exactly remember what year it was, but one night I am with my husband and we went to celebrate 
uh, our anniversary and we drove to Kentucky to see uh, one of our favorite bands, which is Pearl Jam. We went to see Pearl Jam and I'm standing inside of a giant venue and Eddie Vedder is singing a song. My husband is so excited and there's people all around us. And I find myself having a panic attack. And it was a panic attack that I hadn't ever felt before. It was a panic attack that completely consumed me where I really truly thought I was going to die. And that panic attack set off panic attacks for the next three years of my life. So that pressure kicker turned into anxiety, which turned into a diagnosis of panic attack disorder. I took um, no time off because I didn't have the, I didn't have the ability to. I didn't take any time off. I didn't even think to take any time off. But the panic attacks were so bad that every day when I got up to go to work, it would sometimes take me two to three stops, pull over the car and stop because the panic attacks were so bad before I could even get to work. I would try to plan my day around situations that could potentially cause a panic attack. It was a really difficult time. And the medications I, I was put on weren't working. I really didn't have the right, the right doctor. I didn't really know that because it was a new experience for me to go through. I did have a huge support system. I had a lot of friends around me that understood the mental health industry. I really leaned into them for help. Um, but it also got to a point where my panic attacks were so severe that I couldn't get into a car with someone else driving without having a panic attack. I remember, I remember it was my brother's wedding. My brother was having this beautiful wedding in Maine. And to get to Maine, we had to drive two separate vehicles because I couldn't be in a car with someone else. That is how severe my panic attacks got. And this is with a few years going into figuring out medication. So guess what happened? Guess what helped? Number one thing that helped eliminate my panic attacks besides being put finally on the right medication and meditation. <laughs> meditation helped too. Um, I lost my job, my biggest fear. My biggest fear was losing my job. 
self-sufficiency was so important and it was tied to my job for so many years. Um, I was always the breadwinner. I was always the one taking care of the finances. So losing my job was so big, but guess what? I lost this big girl job when I walked into a boardroom and, and, and lost my job in 2017. <sighs> and I have not had a panic attack since. So when people say that their jobs led them to having true, true anxiety and mental health issues, they are telling the truth. They are telling the truth. And it's what happened to me. I did not know. I did not know that, that all of this pressure cooker life that I was living was the reason why I was having panic attacks. So severe that I could not get into a car with someone else. And when I lost my job, my biggest fear, what I thought would cause even more anxiety, was what eliminated the panic attacks. So then and there, I knew that living in that pressure cooker was something I no longer could do. And I no longer wanted to do, and I no longer had to do. But for me, I had to be forced out of that situation, all those years of being in that work environment, I had to be forced out of that situation to, to find myself mentally stable and mentally healthy again. When I lost my job, I took three months and just started painting my house because I needed to defog and I needed to quiet that pressure cooker and quiet that brain. And so that's where I found myself. I didn't know that that's what I would do, but I picked up a paintbrush and I painted my house and there was every room in my house was a different color. It looked like a rainbow. My daughters thought it was hysterical that that was the way that I coped with, with figuring that all out at the time. Um, oh, what a precious memory. What a precious memory to have and, and to share and to share with all of you. So if you're finding yourself in the pressure cooker, how are you getting out? Do you even know that you're in the pressure cooker? You need to get out, get out of that pressure cooker. One of the things that a wise woman told me once was, and I use it all the time, is if the mothership goes down, everyone goes down. So in the midst of your pressure cooker, you must take care of yourself. If you don't take care of yourself, your mental health is going to suffer like-minded. It may come out in a different way and not in panic attacks, but in a different way, but it's going to come out. And unlike me, you do not have to be forced out of the situation that's causing such severe pressure. You can look at it for what it is and find your way out elsewhere. So thank you for listening to my story about the pressure cooker and until next time. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Women Who Soar podcast hosted by Dora Rankin. If you'd like to find out more, you can join the Women Who Soar Women Making Money Facebook group or online at gypsysoulcoaching.com. Thank you again and until the next episode.